I can't hear myself though. Can I hear myself? Yeah. Test, test. Yeah, I can hear myself. What is up? Yo, what's going on? Welcome back. I mean, golly. <laughs> you know, it's your boy Just Nick here. Uh, Just Nick underscore 91 on Instagram. Follow me. All right. And I am Clover with a K at that crazy creative. AKA our corporate dropout. Yeah. Chilling with a good old corporate captive and shout out to behind the scenes Gene in the studio. What's going on? Yo, what up, everybody? Oh my gosh, y'all. I missed y'all. What's good? I mean, we missed a whole week. And it felt like eternity. It really did. Like, I mean, we episode three in and I'm used to recording now. The weather was really trying to hold us back from being great. I mean, we were great. We are great. We back to being great. That's right. Oh my gosh. So how'd y'all survive? How'd you, how'd you like it? I mean, who knew Valentine's day? We was all celebrating with behind the scenes, Gene and his live blessing us with his music and then brought the storm. So cold with it. Yeah, that really did bring the storm. I mean, that storm was crazy. I mean, you know me, I'm from Chicago. So the weather itself didn't bother me so much. It was that whole power grid situation. That was just, that was crazy to me. I mean, it was so educational. Who knew about, is it ECOT? The people who supply ERCOT? Deregulation. Yeah, regulation. All types of stuff going on out here, right? I mean, they say Texas is its own country. And I mean, we got our own power grid. So I think they write. (laughs) (laughs) We got a a state song. We got a pledge. Chicago, does Illinois have a, a state, like a pledge? I wouldn't even know to be honest with you. Yeah, we have a whole pledge that we used to say after. (laughs) We say the Pledge of Allegiance. Mm -hmm. Now we got to say the Texas Pledge. Yeah, no, that wasn't happening. They could barely get us to sit down. So, I mean, we definitely wasn't saying no Illinois Pledge. (laughs) (laughs) What are you pledging to? The state? (laughs) Oh, man. So, did you have power? Like, what was going on? Uh, Mine was rolling. So, I'm, you know, I'm damn near on the Oklahoma border, right? So... (laughs) It was going in and out like every 30 to 45 minutes. Um, but I had power. Like I was never without power long enough to where my like my house got cool or anything like that. So, I mean, I was I was I was actually OK. What about you? I was actually great. I didn't have any power issues. I was trying to wash clothes and I was just unsure of the decorum that you're supposed to have during these things. <laughs> yeah, my mom. um she didn't lose power either. And then what we found out, and actually what a couple of people found out was that depending on if you're where you stay is like next to some type of uh, public, um, like a public service building, like a police station, fire department, something like that. Um, they are, if you're on the same grid of one of, as one of those, then you didn't lose power because they wouldn't lose power in a situation like that. Okay, so noted when looking for housing. That's a legit question now. Ask your what realtor. What power grid are we on? <laughs> okay, I can I can stay here. Um, That's yeah. facts. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, I was chilling. I um, watched TV. My phone was barely charged. It, a little bit of a cabin fever because like, but that's I, your phone when the power is not rolling. It's barely, barely charged. I know. I, I don't think I've like, ever been around you when your battery is, your phone has not died. Yeah. I mean, right now we are half full, which is, <laughs> which is, you know, a. It's not even noon. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just, I use it, I guess. But, you know, for my birthday, I got a power bank shout out Carrie and um it's been it's been cool like it helps I, I need to charge the power bank right so now you're responsible for charging two devices yeah but I mean it 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 helps oddly kind of <laughs> sort of but yeah I mean it came in handy it comes in handy I've used it quite a few times in the short amount of time I've had it but, um, yeah, so you got to see us Texans act a fool, like, in the, you know, we don't know what to do. <laughs> you know, actually, I think the snow, I want to say maybe four or five years ago was actually worse 
I think as far as the amount of snow and the accumulation, um, but because no one was out, people's power was out, this just stuck around longer, you know, no one came and cleared the roads or anything. So, um, everybody called in and not going to be able to make it today. <laughs> um, you should have seen me at Walmart, like just in Walmart, just driving around, getting gas. <laughs> you living your life and we all like, what is this? What is, oh my God, I don't, mm-mm. Yeah, it was a. It was cool though. I mean, I didn't. I actually enjoyed it. It was nice to take um, the time away from stuff like it, to not have power, even when I didn't have power. Like we just kind of all sat in the house. Like we played cards, we played games. Like it was just like growing up, you know. And um, it's one of the things I talked about with my dad when all of this happened. And I was just, ha- you know, I told him I was like, I'm just really happy you didn't raise us to be comfortable all the time because mm. when you when you're comfortable all the time, when you lose one uh, amenity that you're so used to having or just one luxury that you're always afforded, you don't know how to deal without it. I was actually okay with, because along with the power going out, a lot of people's Wi-Fi was going out, so the cellular signals were a little rough, and so people couldn't like be on social media and stuff. I was cool with that. I think the only thing that I was missing was because, you know, I'm a tennis fan and Australian Open was uh, mm-hmm. going on at the time. So I couldn't watch, you know, I missed um, I missed one of Serena's matches. I missed uh, a couple of the guys um, from the ATP. So, yeah, it was just, you know, it was that stuff for me. But as far as power and stuff, I was actually OK. Yeah. Um, like I said, I was good. I would. I wanted Alfredo, though. Like I remember you telling me about this. I wanted Alfredo so bad. And once you've made your own Alfredo sauce, it's not a can, but they were sold out of cans to begin with, <laughs> or jar, or whatever. So I didn't there was no heavy whipping cream. So it was like hard. I was like, that's like every day I was like, I want some Alfredo. Like it's cold. Some like Alfredo with slap right now and no Alfredo. Like that was the first thing. As soon as the world opened up, I was like, I'm gonna go get me some Alfredo. <laughs> yeah, I remember you calling me about it Saturday. I mean Sunday night. I think before the snow even rolled in, you were um, talking about how you wanted Alfredo. So did you ever get it? I got it uh what day? Let me Friday. Oh wow. As so you soon I like literally woke up that morning, put on my sweats and was like going to get some heavy whipping cream. I didn't even chance it at a store. Like, you know how there's like Target and then there's like I guess super Target. Yeah, uh, people oh, yeah. know, but yeah, yeah, people yeah. don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, think I the was one like, Flower Mound is like a big super Target or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I didn't even go to the Target I normally would go to. I was like, I'm going to Super Target because I know they're gonna have some heavy whipping cream. You said, I need my groceries. I need my snacks. <laughs> you know, along with the um, whole power grid situation or asking, you know, or being in the vicinity of, um, you know, like a fire department or something like that. Um, one thing I will look into, this is one thing that helped me out when I didn't have power, is that I have a, a gas stove. Mm. So, of course, that was, yeah, so that was pretty dope. And I grew up with gas appliances, so even when I come down here, it was the first time I ever used an electric stove, and I think I burned, like, everything I was cooking. Because <laughs> I mean, you used to be in a gas, you can just, like, turn something off and leave it where it is. You turn something off on an electric stove, your, your food is legit still cooking. It's still cooking. Yeah, it's, yeah. you know, sizzling. So, um... You know, um, yeah, that was something that also helped me out. So, you know, if, you know, when you do go look for a home and stuff, check that out. Yeah, I used to be scared of, like, carbon monoxide poisoning. I have really weird, irrational fears, like... That's because you just don't have the experiences with the things like that yet, though. Well, I I had a gas at one point when I was in Denton, and it... I don't know. I think it's just because I know you can die. But another one of my irrational fears is, like... A ugly mugshot. I don't know when I'm gonna get arrested or go to jail, but hopefully never. Yeah, but right, right. having a bad mugshot is <laughs> I don't know <laughs> why. But I don't know. I just I'm always so nervous. If the cop pulls me over for a ticket, I'm like, oh my gosh, if I go to jail, oh shoot. If I go to like to jail, I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't comb my hair today. You know, because I'll be looking. I'm like, shoot, it's darn. <laughs> this mugshot is gonna be horrible. Like <laughs> It's a stupid, irrational fear, but... No, it's not a bad one. I mean, you know, 
it's kind of like going back to when you grow up. You, you know, one thing my grandmother used to always say was just always make sure you have one like nice, clean socks and clean underwear. If you get it, if you get into an accident, have to go to the hospital, they're gonna be looking at you like, why you got holes in your socks and drawers? Like, <laughs> yeah. So you always want to just make sure you're good when you walk out the door. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but speaking on carbon monoxide, it was crazy. All the deaths and all the like, like. You know, we can laugh about it now, but I mean, it's crazy how, like, the effects from this storm is still going on. Yeah, I was um, I was hearing a lot of that stuff. Like, I heard about the townhomes in Duncanville. That that was pretty messed up. I heard about the lady and her kid who went in the garage and mm. turned the car on. Like, that stuff was, yeah, that was crazy, you know. Um, there was just a couple of things, I guess, that, these, you know, these are... As bad and tragic as that is, you know, these are also, you know, we take these as learning experiences, you know, if you don't have power, you can always manually open your garage, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, make so, sure, like, if you're going to go in your car, but what I heard was, um, like, with the snow, like, even if your car was outside, like, the snow, I guess, blocked the exhaust pipe, so those fumes were, like, circulating, so. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah I didn't know it was that bad. I didn't realize that's what people were doing because I just knew, like, I know it'll go in your house if you're in the garage. I know it will um, and stay in the garage and you will eventually just suffocate. But I didn't realize that people were outside doing it. I mean, I leave my car on outside all the time. Yeah. I mean, at least it was, I guess, as peaceful as it could be. I'm just trying to find a positive. Like, uh I don't know, but yeah. Like, yeah, no, it was pretty rough. Yeah, man. I, I mean, just, that's my gist. It's like at least it was not a pain. Well, I mean, it was cold, so yeah, you know, I mean, never mind. Like <laughs> scratch, scratch all of that. Like it, it sucked, and there, there's not really a positive that. <laughs> Ooh, uh. So, during your um, time down, were you able to get anything accomplished? Anything that you were maybe too busy to do before you were stuck in the house, were you able to actually say, okay, let me sit down and go ahead and get this done? Um, I was in like a mental crisis because we were in the storm. So I um, I didn't physically do anything, but I thought a lot of thoughts and yeah, hopefully, and those thoughts are set up to become actions. Yeah, hopefully, you know, hopefully you're able to get some planning done. Um you know, throughout the whole thing, I was pretty much working. Uh, so I was just, you know, I was able to catch up on a lot of stuff there. Um, but yeah, so, but yeah, what's going on? Uh, let me see. I got my content calendar together. I'm going to stop, drop, start dropping some playlists and, okay. uh, you know, doing a little bit more research on who's dropping albums. I think Robin Thicke actually just came out with something. So I'm going to get into that, talk about that. Um, get into putting out a new mix for everybody on Monday. So, oh snap! Yeah, you know, just getting it together, and I still got that contract I got her draft up. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, you've been about working it. on this contract for a minute. Yeah, way too long. Way yeah, I'm gonna need you to go ahead and get that out. But yeah, so um, that's that. Um, and you said you were getting working and all of that, so. Yeah, I didn't miss a single day. I mean, I was I was at it the entire time. Like, boss was calling, like, hey, what's going on? Even though she said she didn't have power, um, she still found a way to... Make it work. Yeah, some kind of way. She still had me working. Like, I was the only person on the team working. So, um, I guess getting into... Because I don't know what really happened all last week in pop culture. And all I knew was snow, snowmageddon. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I knew, but yeah, I did. Dallas was shut down done. from I, every grade. Yeah, I <laughs> I don't know what else was going on, but what I do know is this week, uh, Mr. Bobby Sparta got out. Hey, so a lot of people are happy about that. Some new music on the way, of course. Yeah, so that's lit. You see anything? I mean, and that was definitely a um, pretty long, what was it, six, almost seven years, I right? Mean, he was in there. And I mean, yeah. all they've been talking about, though, is his release since he got in. Yeah, so the last thing I remember was like he had did a song, well, they did a song with, uh, I want to say, Nicki Minaj, and then that was it. Like, they were they were gone. It's a wrap. Imagine, like, working your ass off, becoming famous. Drop your song, get a name. I mean, I'm pretty sure he had a name, but got to where everyone knew he was and then go to jail. 
you know, uh, that's what they say. They say your past will catch up with you at some point, you know, um, you know, and uh, they're just not playing with these new rappers these days. Like they are they're going after them. They're locking them up. You know what I mean? Like they are not playing with these rappers and they're just not. You know, these rappers can't get away with what they used to. You know, unfortunately, I don't even know why he went to jail. I mean, that's true, because as soon as somebody does something, it's like, uh uh-uh, (laughs) you can't buy your way out of this. Yeah, no, they after you now. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if the cops get something or what, but they definitely coming after you. Well, I'm pretty sure to have a, um, a big name in your state, you know, facility, whether or private facility is it's pretty big for you. It brings in some money. So, you know, I think that, um, and you get to make an example out of somebody. So they definitely get the, um, get the reward from it. Yeah, that's true. Um, and let me see what else I heard. Oh, Jay-Z. So 50%, uh, 50% of Ace of Spades. So now he'll be in business with Hennessy. So that's exciting. You know, uh, Jay Z is huge, and he's a he's a he's a mogul for sure, and he's doing a lot of you know business behind the scenes. And one thing that I uh, that I love about you know when Jay Z makes moves is he doesn't apologize for anything Mm-mm. he does. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he just comes through and he does it because he feels it's right, and he just you know and he keeps it moving. You know, so whatever it is, I'm sure it's a huge plan for it. You know, I'm pretty sure he was you know one of the things this. This had to have come from, you know, they used to, he used to always big up like Crystal and stuff like that. And a lot of the brands and, you know, and things that he used to shout out in the music and everything, they turned out to be racist. You know, they'll go out there and say something against them just so they can appease their their other clientele, you know. Um, so Jay-Z is just taking control and taking power into his own hands. You know what I'm saying? Like when he was um, talking about. Uh, a vodka he was basically saying he wouldn't drink um a certain vodka while he knew that diddy had um uh, Ciroc. Ciroc. Yeah. yeah you know so you I know mean, hope is you know he does his thing you know and he the moves that he needs to keep silent he keeps silent and the moves that he needs to publicize he does you know um all the controversy with the nfl a couple years ago he jumped up became the head of entertainment for the super bowl and literally Everybody you see performing at the Super Bowl now is a person of color. There's somebody getting representation somewhere. I mean, just to, you know, Demi Lovato with the, you know, the Star Spangled Banner last year. Uh, it was, you know, like, every, you know, he's he's doing something. You know what I'm saying? Like, he even had uh, Shakira out there with J-Lo, you mm-hmm. know. So he's definitely, you know, making moves for for the culture and i'm happy he's doing it now some people may you know still call him a sellout because they just don't see it but he has a um, he has the big picture in mind and he's trying to make a long-lasting impact on history so that's what's up you mean you got to give a little to get a lot and i think that's what people fail to understand when compromises are made it's like give a little you get way more he knows what he's doing and you got to just kind of trust and believe like he don't he's a one percenter he's a billionaire right. he's not making moves like we're making moves and he right. know what he's doing so mm-hmm. and like you said the repre- representation has been on it like yeah <laughs> you know and he's not afraid to put himself in an uncomfortable position i mean because just think about it to take a job as the head of the NFL's entertainment for the, you know, entertainment for the Super Bowl. And I don't know if he heads the entire NFL, but I know he has control over who performs at the Super Bowl. So to take that position and that responsibility in the midst of everything that was going on with Cap, you know, and there are so many people, especially, you know, other um, black artists who were supporting Cap and then Jay-Z goes out there and says, okay, well, I'm going to take a different stand here and try to make a difference in a different capacity. And people weren't feeling it because they were like, well, hold on, bro, because this looked like you working with the enemy here. You know what I mean? And so he still, you know, he still kept it real. And he was like, yeah, nah, but there's more than one way to get what, to get this done. And so he was, you know, he, he took the other stand there. Yeah, I mean, and that's really what it's about, growth. Um, and I think also, well, let me see what else I'm saying. I think you said you saw something about Meek Mill. Oh, yeah. Um, 
you know, I'm a huge, huge, huge Kobe fan. Um, yesterday, just uh, scrolling through social media and happened to see uh, Meek basically dropped the dropped the line in the song that referenced Kobe and his death. Um, and of course, obviously, that would mean Gigi and the rest of the children and the families that died and lost someone in the accident uh, last January. And the line was something along the lines of if he get caught slipping, he going to go out with his chopper and just like Kobe. And Vanessa wasn't having it. She was like, yeah, nah, bro. Like, that's that's one of them lyrics you got to stay away from. Mm. You know, she basically was like, I don't appreciate it. So then shortly after, you know, Meek jumps on and uh, I don't know if it was Twitter or whatever he jumped on and it was just like, oh, yeah, well, I'm back to doing the old me, F your feelings, you know, and it was like, bro, that's just the time is bad. It's tasteless. You know, it's like hey, at some point you got to you got to you got to find something better. You know, if you were a writer, write something better than that. I just want to know, like the team, nobody in the studio was like, nah, friend, don't do that. No. <laughs> like who approved this? Yeah, if I don't do that, like, no. He should have called Jay. They so cool. Call Hove and be like, hey, do you think this is a good line? I'm sure some Hove would have been like, nah, bro, don't drop yeah, that. I don't, I don't think that's great, friend. Yeah, nah. <laughs> but, you know, he did. But he always stayed, like, in, he always stays in there. Like, there's always some controversy about me. You don't ever hear, like, oh, my gosh, Meek is such a great guy. <laughs> Nothing. You know, and then, you know, even just a couple of days before the little stuff that him and was uh Takashi or whatever, you know, yeah. he was in the media just telling everybody like, hey, like, just keep my name out your mouth, basically. Yeah, I mean, but I don't really know but I don't really have much of an opinion on Takashi, to be honest with you. I mean, I don't think no one really has an opinion <laughs> on Takashi. I mean, I'm kinda with you know, him when he says, just stop talking about him. Because if people stop talking about him, he would probably just, you know. Disappear? Uh, yeah, just not come back. So yeah. I, I, I wouldn't miss him, you know, me personally. Yeah. So I saw um, a Instagram post from Lovely Mimi. She's was on, like, Love and Hip Hop. Okay. I forget which one. Atlanta, maybe? Um, she's an Asian lady, dates black men, so she yeah, has black she was kids. Like a, she also used to do, she was like a a, a social media personality yeah. as well. Like she used to have these little funny videos to where she would um, have like her little Asian voice and then she'll switch over if I'm not mistaken. I remember her being pretty funny. Yeah, she um, apparently was on a live and she almost let the N-word slip out. Oh. Like she would da-da-da-da-da and I ain't gonna let no nick. Like literally, it's kind of like the gist of what she did. Mm-hmm. And um, so she hopped on, you know, on Instagram again to issue her IOSS press release via Instagram. <laughs> and she, um, she was like, I apologize for saying it. I don't really use it in my like professional life, but, but you use it in your personal. Yeah. And that's the problem. Said. And mm-hmm. she said, she was like, I'm not going to sit here and lie. Like my ghetto ass don't use it. Her words. Um, and I'm sitting here like, you know, just because everyone is, just because your kids are black, it doesn't make you black by proxy. Right, 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 right. And I don't think she understands that. I'm like, because you wouldn't want no one going around, you know, using any slur about you, rather it's slang or not. Yeah, this is true. I mean, and, and being ghetto doesn't, it's not a pass. You know, yeah. you can grow up in a ghetto. Hell, I knew a lot of, I knew a lot of white people in, you know, on the south side of Chicago, but they weren't walking around dropping the N-word. So, uh, yeah, that's just not, that's, they're still not getting a pass for that. It's not happening. Yeah, and I don't understand. No one gets a pass. I don't care what people say, your yeah, friends. Nah. No one gets a pass. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, you, it you is just what don't it have is. It. Like. Mm-hmm. Just don't say it. Like, this there's is a, so um, many other words. <laughs> so many. This is like, a private society. Make up a word. Like, I'm a queen of it. Like This is facts. You know? Like, smell. <laughs> I mean, it's like a snack and a meal. Like, it's like brunch, but not. It's a smell. When right. you're not real hungry, but you hungry. You know? Now I don't have to say any like 
other thing when I'm like, mm, I'm quite hungry, but I don't want. So it's like a meal that identifies as a snack. Yeah, or a snack that, that identifies, identifies as, as a meal. meal. Oh, okay. It's like yeah. right there, in that oh, gray area. It's a spectrum. <laughs> a vast spectrum. So it's, it's just, like I said, it's crazy how people, they think certain things get them down. And I'm unfortunately, unless you have dealt with the 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 hurt the pain the history the That's erasure right. the you know the oppression that we have dealt with you know you don't that's not you and you may have your own, own exactly voyage that mm-hmm. i can't talk on exactly so i'm gonna stay in my lane that's right and you stay in yours and that's I, right I think that'd be, um, you know, like for the best. I also caught an interview with, um, I think his name is Block. He is uh, Candy Burris. Mm -hmm. They keep saying from Housewives of Atlanta, but not trying to be funny. I just feel like she's so much more than that. Right, right, right. Not downplaying Housewives of Atlanta. Candy from Escape, right? Yeah, there Mm -hmm. we go. Everyone in the building doesn't agree, but I mean, Candy got Candy got a couple of uh, Grammys and all of that. So I mean, I'm just saying. But um, her baby daddy had got on um, an interview talking about uh, basically how if Candy didn't bring the first off, he said that Candy tried to break up his family by calling his wife and saying, "Hi, I am I'm, I'm pregnant, kind of." some stuff going on what's up and old dude was like she tried and you got her pregnant how was she trying to break up your family yeah i was just when you said it i was just like she tried to break up your family i'm just yeah i was a little uh i was a little taken back by that statement and it's like dude you like a real grown person how are you still like delusional to think that the woman you got pregnant is trying to break up your family yeah this is true and so now her, if she knew he was married, that doesn't make her any less wrong, no. you know, for because just sleeping with someone that's married in general, it ain't cool. From the research I did, because I remember when he first was introduced to the storyline, he um, Candy said she didn't know that he was married, which I mean, excuse me, I can't say either way, but I can't understand being young in your 20s fame you meet this person there's no social media so there's no way you know back in the day or i don't know that wasn't our day per se but back then 90s early 2000s you couldn't really it was harder to fact check yeah most definitely like now i don't know is the guy famous (laughs) i don't even know if the guy is famous or anything right exactly i guess he he did something with uh boys in the hood and he makes some money. I don't know. He was able to meet Candy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and even then from back in the day, like it was, it's always easier to go through and know which famous woman is married as opposed to a guy like you, especially with the personas that they have to put up, you know, in the industry. You, I didn't know 90% of the rappers who are married were married. Like, I did not know Ice Cube was married for so long. Mm. I didn't know Dr. Dre was married, you know. Um, I didn't know any of that because you don't ever hear about, you know, the men's relationships unless they make them public. You know what I mean? So even when they do make them public, you know, they usually get a bit more flack out the deal if they, if they step out. But, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, that sucks. I mean, yeah, she didn't break up your family if you if you slept with her knowing you were married. so I'm Exactly. And she, I'm going to let everybody know, look, I'm pregnant. So what we trying to do? Because my, what we, what's up? Like, it's and, not about money. It's like, you going to be here for this baby? Right. Like what we trying to do? So it's just crazy how people have their delusions. Um, speaking on marriage, kind of by proxy, whatever. Y'all Kim actually filed a petition, petition for <laughs> yes. her and Kanye. I saw that. I am hurt. Like, I know them. I mean, I'm not surprised, but I was rooting. <laughs> you know. Like Tyra rooting. Like, tears and the point. <laughs> you know, it kind of sucks. And 
like a real big part of me kind of, you know, feels bad about it because you don't ever want to see someone go through a divorce. But then there's the another really big part of me that is just kind of like um, her show was canceled or it's ending. And now all of a sudden she's getting a divorce. I remember it just always seems like it's something, you know, anytime a show or something like that goes off it, you know, you need the next publicity stunt. So you never know, you know, this could be a real thing. The whole, you know, I mean, I would hope that that's not something they would, they would, that would be fake or they would joke about or play about especially when you have children in the mix, you know, um, but she was married for hours for one, at one point before her, her marriage. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it can be I mean, down it's, in it's just, it's a lot, you know, it's kind of tough to take a, you know, to take a lot of her stuff seriously when it comes out, you know, when the news first happens. So we may look up and this may be a thing all until a new season just miraculously appears on television and keeping up with the Kardashians rebooting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or they have a divorce special or something like that. So I don't know, man, it gets a little, it's a little tough to, Ooh, maybe I could be on it. Cause if I get with Rob, I'm already clovered. I bled. <laughs> I bled. Yeah, I think you should try. I mean, I mean hey I'm sure Rob. you still have time before they start shooting. Hey, Rob, what's good? You mm-hmm. know, wink. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, I, I'm hurt, but I did not think of it that way. You are very much right. The show is canceled, and, uh, yeah, it's crazy. I know they have some weird stuff. It, they had a prenup, so I think most of their stuff is kind of easily settled. But one of the weird things is um, Kim owns the land where their house is on in Calabasas. Like, she mm-hmm. owns the lots, but Kanye owns the house. <laughs> well, somebody's going to be buying somebody out. I mean, <laughs> simple as that. Or, you know. I mean, like, that's a way to get some stuff. Like, imagine if everybody had to go into marriage like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just the same as buying a house. Typically, the bank owned the land your house is on. Yeah, this is true. Mm-hmm. Till you pay that bad boy off. Right. I think even then, you still got to pay taxes and stuff on it. True. So. You mm-hmm. do got to pay property tax. So what if Kim ha- Kanye had to pay Kim property tax? I'm going to let you keep your house here. Uh, <laughs> just pay the taxes. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's probably... In Cali, where they are, those taxes are probably just as bad as any type of, you know, um, alimony that he would have to pay. So, I mean, hey, I mean, he probably would still wind up losing if he had to pay the taxes on that house. So, yeah, true. So, speaking, this is actually breaking. Like, apparently, marriage is just hard. I mean, I haven't heard that it's easy, but looks like Safari tweeted that getting married was his biggest mistake and it will never happen again. And he's walking away before he ends up in jail. And Erica is not the one to be quiet. (laughs) She tweeted back. Since you always run to social media like a little girl, (laughs) I might as well join in. (laughs) I absolutely agree with you on this. You are the most selfish, vain, inconsiderate person and not just with me, but your own daughter. It's giving me some um, Frankie and Iman vibes. Like, I <laughs> want them to come out with a music video so bad. Like, Safari doing a 2021 version of Fuck you, F you, and she hitting you with a F you right back. Oh, that would be good. You, you know, um, I guess I just can't really speak on their relationship, but again, another um, relationship that started in the media on reality TV. So yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, she, she's been with a couple of people publicly that spurred from reality TV shows and so has he actually. So after Nikki, it was what, it was another Nikki. And then it was Nikki. Nikki, Miss Nikki, baby. Mm-hmm. And, and she was on a reality TV show, and then he left that show and went back home and got with someone else and with Erica, and then they were on a reality TV show together. I think a couple of them, if yeah, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they start dating on one show, 
something then, where like couples go into where, where people like reality stars went into like this haunted like a scare situation yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so they did that and then they got on love and hip-hop and oh, excuse me <laughs> and yeah now yeah now they got married I low key was rooting for them too. They'll probably be on uh, marriage boot camp next. That's the next May, one, you right? Know, mm-hmm. It's the rite of passage, right? But like her calling him vain and selfish, like girl, he threw you a party and put his picture everywhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know who you with? Exactly. You know, like, these are not these are not things that that just popped up right now. You, you know, you should have somebody for being them. Like you have got to read the signs. I mean, and especially the mugs was English, Spanish, written in Braille, like. <laughs> especially when the signs are pictures of him in your space. Your party right, that he right, threw right, for right. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that was on TV <laughs> while you're pregnant. Like, sis, you know who your oh, man, man is. Oh, man. Oh, wait. They have a kid together? Yeah. Like, I don't, I forgot. The baby's name is something like, it's like Safari, but it's like a girly sparing of it. Oh, okay. Sapphire. Sapphire. I don't know. I think it's Sapphire. Oh. That actually makes sense. Yeah. I'm not sure, but I think that's it. Like the character from Teen Titans? Like Sapphire. I'm pretty sure Teen Titans is Star something. Starfire. Yeah. (laughs) It's just Sapphire. Uh, well anyway shout out to behind the scenes gene for coming from behind the scenes to let you know you're wrong well yeah we need to fact check here so appreciate it right uh so moving on to um you know conversation i saw on facebook so um let me tell you People are mad. Like, I don't, I, you know, I'm single, so I'm just confused. Like, do I be like Lori Harvey and just date and explore my options? Or if I do better and try to get with, like, me a Russell Wilson type, am I am I wrong? Because they hate Sierra for being with him, but they also hate Lori for dating everyone and, you know, doing her. So it's like, I don't understand the Russell Wilson hate. I don't understand the Lori hate. I don't understand the Sierra hate. So I'm just really trying to get, like, WTF, you know, I don't know. You know, I just don't think that hate is even meant to be understood, you know? (laughs) I mean, um, just, you know, hearing and reading and just seeing all of the stuff that I've seen about Future um, Russell, Sierra, that whole, you know, that triangle. Um, it just seems like, you know, bottom line is Russell stepped up, did what he had to do, and people were upset. And people that were upset were more than likely people who are insecure about them not stepping up. I mean, imagine you now having to be compared to well imagine you as a father and somebody's up there comparing you to future and then your the mother of said child is saying that she wants to be with someone like russell i mean you know um and it is kind of you know and then on top of that you know for future you know then you have somebody like jay-z pop out and and throw a lyric out there you know like in the future, somebody, some other man playing football with your, with your son. <laughs> and, you know, it's just like, oh, okay. So then everyone is profiting off this situation that sheds really negative light on you, you know? And I, so, and so then you're going to have the guys who pretty much. Who love future. Who right. Who dating future. Who want to be with future. <laughs> Who you, wish they were future. Yeah, you know, the guys who live like future. You know what I mean? And um, you're going to have those guys. And so, of course, they're going to go jump up and they're calling. Um, they're, you, you know, they're going to do one of two things or they're going to do both. They're going to jump up and call Russell Corny because, you know, he kicking it with his son. And he up here looking like dad of the year and acting like, you know, he, he don't have 
a past or whatever the case may be. And then they're also going to come at Sierra, you know, talking about some what you wasn't saying all that, you know, when, when you was out here checking for me, you know what I'm saying? So I mean, she was with that man, and people make it seem like she stayed in controversy when they were dating. Like, we loved the video. We loved Body Party. We, we was digging the relationship. When they were engaged, we were like, go get with it. Cheating rumors. She's pregnant. Or had the baby. They're engaged, and you're cheating. Right. I'm not going to be with you. And mm-hmm. she goes and gets with someone else. Simple as that. And it's like, I don't, if you look at Sierra, like her dating record, it ain't like she been in that many scandals, if any, or that much controversy. And I'm just sitting here like, and her crew, the people she hang with, like, it's not surprising. She's with like Russell and it just seems like, Dudes will say, choose better. If you don't like this and you don't like your baby daddy and you don't like that, choose better. Okay, done. Right. Chose better. And it's like, no, I'm a dope on my new man. I'm a dope on my husband, especially if he's everything I want him to be and more and he's good to my child. It really has nothing to do with the other person. I mean, but how I feel is valid. Like, as a woman, it's like, dang, I love that my my son's stepfather is stepping up. Howsoever, I want... I wish his dad could be doing this because you care about how your child is going to feel later. Right. Well, you know, um, I just think in their situation, anytime where it looks as if you are now comparing and that may not have been her intention at all. It may have been. Anytime it looks like there's a comparison, someone is going to get the short end of the stick right there. You know what I mean? So, um, as far as, you know, as far as it goes, you know, I mean, the bottom line is this. Sierra can, she can go up there and and big up, you know, uh, Russell all day long. Um, she's sitting in the, you know, she's sitting at the, uh, what you call it, the, the she got box seats at the Super Bowl. You know, she with the owner, her and Russell up there watching it. I seen it. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, she was still with Future and he still represents her at some part of her life, you know, whether it be a place in her life that she wants to talk about. But the bottom line is you can't act like future didn't happen. This and, is true. You know, um, and so maybe future for her was um, what needed what she needed to see what she didn't want in a relationship or, you know, um, and, you know, just because. You just, you know, he was there and he still knows something about you. You know what I mean? Like you still gave him the ammunition even when he was going out. You know, obviously he was hurt. So he was out there, you know, talking his stuff to when he was like, well, yeah, she wouldn't tell a bit with me. She ain't make me wait. And, you know, and this and a lot of people took that as a, you know, he was that was definitely a dig. Um, but I mean, but it's true. You know what I'm saying? That man said it. We prayed after we did it. What? Our before. <laughs> I kind of feel like Sierra is the prime example, living proof of not letting your um, past decisions, you know, be who you are. You know, like just because she made the decision in her past, that's that doesn't dictate her future. She decided to do something different. Exactly. And I don't think she's, you know, I think people should let it go. If, yes. if she's not with him anymore. She's not she's not bothering, you know, she's not going to deal with him and anything that he has going on right now. Like she's not going to acknowledge it because she doesn't have to because she's not living in that past. Right. Especially with that. That was her baby daddy. She's married now. She was still super involved with having issues with future and all of that type of stuff like that's baby mama drama. And I kind of appreciate the fact that. Russell has made statements to, you know, like we really don't have to deal with like, you know, child support or anything like that because we're good over here. There's no need to argue. There's nothing to fight about. We're good. Don't worry about it. You know, I don't really know the details of the child support, but I remember hearing Russell saying something like, we're not going to let that get in the way of our happiness. And I appreciate that from both of them. So I just kind of wish people would let it go. And I guess since these like regular dudes um, are your average guy, since they can't do that, they rather it's easier to be future than it is to be a Russell. So I think that people just tend to hate, you know, what they can't be because I mean, like regardless of how you feel about the chick, like, she could have been the biggest, like, I mean, Corinne Stephens, if she wanted to be. The fact is, he loves her, and he cherishes her, and he shows the world, and he any chance he gets, he's going to big up his wife. And 
you know, it's like people make it seem like it's wrong or it's corny for him to feel this way. And right. I'm like, you know, I mean, but it is a lot harder to be like a future. I mean, uh, um, Russell, because I mean, it's, it seems boring compared to the rapper life where you got 12 different females and you're known for being like a, a mean person for telling a chick that spent her money, flew out to see you. I'm good, love and joy. I wonder what the fascination is with being quote unquote savage being mean like why i don't get why future's glorified and he has all these children with these mamas so he's creating these broken homes regardless if the kids are taking paid for and taken care of or not they're not bills they're people and it's like well as long as you're taking care of them but i mean how 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 much time can you really spend when they're not part of one tribe right like you know it's like we're not talking about two or three we're talking like I think he got like nine, ten kids. Right, he got a lot of kids, right? And I think some chick is claiming that she's pregnant with one of them right now. He's dating a new chick right now. I mean, right. he seems to really like this one. But my point is, it's like I don't think Sierra's wrong, and I don't think she's rubbing it in her in nobody's face because future been done. Right. She on her second baby with this man. Yeah, I don't. I think I think they're just at a point now, and it's just a lot of salty dudes out there. Um, I don't think they like to see women happy. Well, it's to the point now, no matter what um, Sierra does, anytime that Sierra, anytime Sierra and Russell post any type of, you know, success, happiness. happiness she can sneeze right. and he says, oh, bless you, baby. And right. Oh, my God. Such a simp. <laughs> Dude, he just said, he would have told you bless you. Like, you know, right. So they just, you know, I think at this point, you know, uh, Sierra and Russell are, you know, they're damned if they do, damned if they don't. But... Also, I'm going to have that same mentality that I just had with the Takashi thing. If we just stop, if we just, you know, just stop responding to people who are the dudes who support Future and then even the women who are up there talking about how Russell's soft and he corny. The pick me's? Yeah, they'll go away. Get mad at me. Hot job pick me. <laughs> they'll just go away. You know, they'll, you know, um, it's a monkey's in the barrel type mentality, you know, and it's you, you try to deal with what you know. And if you don't ever step out that comfort zone and actually go deal with the corny person or the person who is not um, not like you or doesn't meet every checkbox, every, you know, because obviously if every if the person if the people that you were picking met that you wouldn't still be looking for someone now, um, you know, so that's how I feel about that. But, yeah, I mean, they we can go, they can go ahead and hang up the Sierra and Russell, you know, deal. Bottom line is she's happy. They have multiple children together now. And then they've even blended a family. Um, and Russell's doing this thing. Shout out to step parents. I have them. Um, you know, it. so it's it's all good. You know, let it um, let them be. Let them love. You know, hopefully one day all that extraness. And I hope, you know, it's done. I hope Future and Sierra actually are co-parenting well if that's what they need to do. Uh, but, yeah, just hope all that, you know, that, that garbage is gone. Yeah. I don't that's, think anymore. Right. You know, right. And that's the thing. Future, everybody probably speculating in future and them probably go kick it and watch games. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they probably at a point now where they may even be able to talk, you know? So it's just like, that's that's crazy right now. Yeah. Like I said, it's just very interesting. Another one they love to hate is uh, Miss Lori Harvey. Like, they, I mean, I'm not going to, well, I am going to share my opinion. I don't know about the whole Lori and, you know, Michael B. Jordan. But, like, a lot of people were mad because that was one thing that happened, I think, last week was um, he uh, he took her he for her birthday. He rented out an aquarium, and he, uh, he got her some, I think, some stocks and um, Aramis. And, you know, he rented out the aquarium because she loves turtles. So he rented out, like, the turtle part of the aquarium, and people were big mad about that because he tweeted, it's the simple things. And they just, they hate her. They think she ran through, I don't know if you've seen Boosie. <laughs> Boosie comment on her, talking about some, she ain't, she ain't goals because she got bodies and all of that. And I'm like, Mr. Boosie, like what? Yeah, Boosie's opinion doesn't matter ever. I mean, you, you, you hire bodies to rape your, 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 your son. Your, your son. So yeah, now nah, Boosie's opinion doesn't matter over here. You can keep, you know, we can keep I, Boosie moving. Yeah, no, yeah. and so it he just seems no like, me. 
And what women were trying to express, at least on the Facebook group, was like, it's not about renting out the aquarium. We know you're not a movie star. We know you work at the darn Kroger. Like, but what we trying to get at is like, can you buy us tickets to the aquarium? Like, we, we understand, like, we can't get the same thing that she gets. I mean, she's the daughter of Steve Harvey. Right. Therefore, she's going to date someone that can give her a little bit more than what, you know, the average can. But it's like, what are you doing on your scale to show someone that you matter or they're special or showing the thought? Right. Could you, did you color your girlfriend a turtle? Like, come on. <laughs> right. Did you take the time to even figure out what it is she would have loved that you could have surprised her with for her birthday? You know? Um, and yeah, I get that. I don't understand. Well, one, my thing is this. I don't understand the idea, concept, or why it's acceptable for for anybody to put a body on anybody else if if you weren't that body. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, and even if those, even if she, they are hers. Hey, it is what it is. She she lived. She learned. Um, if she wasn't in the public eye, I'm sure she doesn't have any more. You know, I'm sure she didn't have any more sexual partners than a lot of people we know. So, I mean, why why keep, you know, why go up and talk about her bodies and yours are kept, you know, kept to yourself? <laughs> you know what I mean? So if you're going to speak on somebody, speak on yourself. Um, she's obviously happy. Michael B. Jordan's obviously happy. So let them live. Let them be great. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. So uh, I mean, they're young. Thing. They just dating, having fun, you know, you doing you and all of that. Cause I mean, and she doing her and that's it. But like I said, it's just so much easier to hate. And I think it's just easier to hate when you, you know, you can't compete. So instead of just being like, dang, I ain't got it. Or acknowledging right. your shortcomings and trying to figure out how you get better. You exactly. like, you like, like Boosie, like commenting on a chick he don't have a chance with. Like there's no way that Lori Harvey, even if they were two regular looking people, two regular people like walking down the street, he ain't got no chance. He ain't funny enough to be that funny dude. We, we seen Boosie. <laughs> he's not swaggy enough. It ain't like he is who he is, but he swaggy. Right. He's just Boosie. I mean, he got some bangers. I mean, I will forever wipe it down, but I mean, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I mean, at this point, it's like you, he, you're trying to stay relevant, so you go online and you talk about people, yeah. Because you have nothing else going on, really. You know what I mean? I mean, last I heard, he got shot in Dallas. <laughs> so, I'm, oh yeah, he did. <laughs> right. I mean, so I mean, I, Who again, like, right. Like, hey, what's your opinion on? <laughs> Like what this, you, feel? you know, then he didn't, then he had just came out of prison. Ain't he like a Snickers bar away from croaking over? Like, he you know, the, <laughs> he was so mad that he couldn't get back on Instagram. <laughs> Mike Zuckerberger. <laughs> <laughs> right. You can't even speak properly. You know what I'm saying? Only people who care about you are people who, you know, down South who still like your music, dog. And, you know, you really ain't that popping anyway. So I just, mean... you know, keep it pushing, bro. Man, so like, what you got going on? Like finance world. What, what can I use you got some? Can you use that degree this week, or you know, yeah, actually, um, we spoke on. I actually keep it to what we were talking about earlier. You know, we were given examples of buying homes. Um, you know, a lot of people took advantage of the rates and stuff being as low as they were due to coronavirus, myself included. Um, and anybody who's in the market to buy, um, if you're building new, uh, I would just be, you know, I have a piece of advice this time around, you know, try to lock your rates in as early as possible. It may cost you a bit more upfront, okay. but you know, the, um, there are a lot of people predicting these stock markets and everything are about to, you know, they're about to take a turn for the worse. Uh, they're probably going to crash again at some point. So, 
you know, and they, a lot of people all the time always say that the stock market's about to crash. Like they say that every couple of years, especially when a Democratic president hits the office. But just based on, you know, the, the amount of um, instability that's been in the markets and, you know, the fluctuation, all that stuff, um, it is looking pretty unstable. So it's a best right. It's a best practice right now to try to buy stocks while they're low, play the long game, secure them, uh, let them grow over a bit of time until the market restabilizes. I just recently bought stocks in energy. Um, you know, that's one of the things I did. Actually, I did TXU out here. Well, Vistra is the company. Vistra, yeah. Um, but yeah, as far as like markets and stuff, as far as, far as mortgages and stuff go, the rates and stuff are low right now still. Um, but they are going to go ahead and creep back up, especially as um, the summertime rolls around. And given the fact that there has been such a uh, a lack of material and stuff to build homes such as lumber and brick and all types of stuff um, that's going to give interest rates times a while to go up so if you're looking to do something like that this is a good time to get started um, and try to you know and ask your mortgage reps you know and deal with the realtor because they do help shout out good night realty um, go out and you know and ask those questions and, and say um, you know about locking your rate in early and not waiting until you know um a couple of weeks before you close to get that done because that may be the difference in saving you you know thousands of dollars over the life of your mortgage okay. yeah so yeah get them house and if you got money you can afford to lose buy you some stocks but this is not advice this is just what we would do no definitely buy something invest <laughs> in something everybody i mean there's nothing wrong with you know with with investing in your future um there you can always go google you know um like the top 10 stocks to buy right now and there um there is a a website i can't think of it off the top of my head right now they'll go through and they're the, they're the 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 group of people who um who invested and told everybody to invest in stuff like Netflix and uh, Marvel, you know, years ago when the stocks were low and then people turned around and, you know, they, their investments grew by like 200%. So you Google stuff like that, they will, you know, you can get an idea of the stocks and stuff to buy right now. And these are the stocks that you do, you know, for the long term. Uh, I'm not much of a day trader, but I do like to invest money and things that I know are going to be long-term security. So um, that's kind of how I like to invest mine. I have a mix, but I prefer doing long-term investments. Okay. So, um, you know, so one thing, um, moving on to like, you know, just a little politics. <laughs> um, I don't really have much to say this week on that other than vote. Vote locally. Make sure you know who are in office because you don't want people that will leave you out literally in the cold by yourself while they go to Mexico when there's no power. Yes, sir. Shout out Ted Cruz. Shout out Ted Cruz, who is, you know, up for re-election next year. Next year. So um, I want to say this November is when we should be voting, right? Yes. Okay. So, yeah, um, everybody get out there, go vote. Um, let's, you know, let's, let's get people who make better decisions. Uh, a lot of the flack that happened is if you're in the Texas area, if you're in Texas at all, a lot of the stuff that happened, you know, over the past week or so could have been avoided. And, you know, Ted Cruz has just been clowning lately anyway. Um, yeah, just go out there and everybody go vote. Actually go get involved with your politics. Um, I always tell people, even go check out what people are talking about in opposing parties. And don't just always vote a party because you never know, you know, in your area or, you know, who's around what, you know, what could be best for you. But, yeah, definitely go, you know, check out people in opposing parties just because, you know, you may want to go help them out because they may be an easier opponent for somebody in your party who you want to win to uh, who you want to be elected to, you know, to run against. So, you know, check that stuff out, guys, and really just go through and see what people are really talking about. I mean, I know it's easy to say um, red and blue, everything is pretty, um, you know, set set in stone, but everybody's uh, policies and ideas and morals aren't the same. So definitely go listen to people, go read up on them, go see what they've done in their political careers, um, and definitely don't vote someone back in office who never had a political career because we see where that left us. Other than that, yeah, man, that's that's what I got for politics. I mean, Ted, you know, he clowned, and clowned. unfortunately, <laughs> you know, his neighbors were the ones who who put him out there, and I'm glad they did. Um, you know, because he not only is a 
politician and a representative here for the state of Texas. But you have people who, you know, Beto O'Rourke was out here and he was rescuing people, elderly people who are in their homes, you know, for hours at a time with no heat, you know, who are freezing, um, you know, actually making a difference out here, calling people just to make sure they're OK to see if they had, you know, resources. And yet, you know, you had Ted Cruz there in Mexico using taxpayers dollars to get police escorts, you know, to have, have the police officers look after his home who, you know, a home he probably could have been at himself. A dog sitter. Yeah, you know, exactly. Um, and then on top of that, you know, just leaving his people, uh, you know, out to dry, especially being a Republican himself and representing a big part of the rural community, which I'm sure they were affected harshly. Uh, so just, you know, remember these things, remember these actions when, you know, you go to a voting booth and be like, dang, okay, what did this guy do? You know, what were his actions? Yeah, and that that's really just important. Like, and then he has yet to really apologize. He's just more so like, oh, probably shouldn't have done that. I was trying to be a good dad. And like I said, I respect it. But I believe that, you know, in certain positions, you are everything second. And I believe when you choose to go into office, you have a responsibility to the people. Um, so being a good dad by being present on a vacation in the middle of a freaking storm when the people that voted you in or have to deal with the fact that you're voted in are cold, not having housing and you're able to escape and find refuge is, is, it's blasphemy. It's crazy. And you know, you can't be, you know, a good dad in that way. You shouldn't even really have sent them off, but at least I can empathize and be like, I don't want my child to be cold, but that's horrible. What about these babies who are out here dying? These people who have nothing and you just up and left because of privilege um, and that's just, there's no words for that. So, you know, now is just a good time to watch what's going on, see who's trying to get voted in and learn that information on the, on the front end. So you're not trying to get it all come the end of the year, um, when it's time to make that decision. So I agree 100%, you know, and I can't believe he just left. <laughs> I mean, and, and think about it like this, like, <laughs> He left, he sent his kids to a country where, you know, the CDC was like, yeah, don't go. COVID's real high. And these people's kids are still in school, including his. And then they're going to go back to school this week. Yeah. I mean, or unless they quarantine for seven days. They're but so then they're to. quarantining. Then you're taking them out of school for seven days because you sent them to Mexico and then lied and said it was a pre-planned trip. I mean, come on, bro. Yeah, the text messages were leaked and his wife was not happy about it. People will always come up with receipts. I will tell you this. If you don't believe nothing else, uh, if you have people that you can text and say you coming and it's not a phone call, they're probably not as close to you as you think because that definitely would have been an in-person conversation with me and mine. Hey, y'all, well, you know, y'all trying to go to Mexico real quick? <laughs> I wish I would leave a paper trail of text messages with my... Because I just feel like my, my tight core, I would have been like, let me call you. Especially if you didn't invite the neighbors. You no. Know, you know, uh, probably wouldn't have. Because I know I would have snitched. I'd be like, where, Ted, where you going? <laughs> y'all got some bags. <laughs> Uh-uh. I sure would have been like, yeah, they just left here with some suitcases. Um, we're not really out of that much power. So I Is don't... CNN close? I think they would like this footage. Yeah, I don't have to pay me for this. I just, you know, I feel like the people should be aware. <laughs> but, you know, one thing about a lot of Republicans is this, they typically do not snitch on their own. Um, they have been protecting the hell out of Donald Trump. So, I mean... Until Donald Trump stopped realizing, oh, he don't live by the cold. So a, a lot of them probably wouldn't have told. But no, I'm with you. I'd have been snitching like, um, hey, Ted, where you going, bro? Yeah, where you going? Definitely. So like I said, it's just know who you're voting for. Do your research. I mean, even if it's like some surface letter, being somewhat educated is better than not being educated. So, um, yeah. Sure. So you got anything extra this week? Anything extra? Um, you know, um, I just want to say that, you know, to anyone who was affected, you know, by the storm and not even just the people in Texas, but people all over because weather was bad in a lot of places, um, even, you know, even though they were a lot of people are a bit more prepared for it, but weather was still pretty bad. So anybody who was affected, you know, um, prayers and thoughts go out to you. Um, I'm hoping everybody is safe. And yeah. 
That's so nice. Mine's is not as polite. Um, forget you, and I can't stand you, Epcot, Ercot, whatever, however you say it, um, you people who control the power grids and whatever, like, how dare you try to raise your prices, like, you're stupid, like, it's a storm, you didn't do your job, and you're talking about because the demand is high, so this needs to be higher, the prices, no. We can't afford it. We ain't got no money, so you ain't going to get no money. Shout out to Joe Biden for being like, nah, fam. Um, I, I don't like you. And, you know, and then I found out that your board is not even, half of them don't even live in Texas. And y'all got scared because people started sending y'all hate notices and took the names off the board. Don't be on the board if you're going to be scared. Be about it. So um, I think you're stupid. And, you know, I think that it's wrong of you to just say that you're here and you want to protect and take these positions if you're not going to do anything uh, with that power, that power of position. It's not just for your resume to look good. It's also saying that, hey, I'm committed to making things right, fair, and having resources for you all. The issue was y'all didn't prep the grid like you were supposed to. You knew the storm was coming and nothing was done and you admitted to that. And then after admitting to that, you tired to charge people, like I said, like their bills are high. People have already reported having higher bills. So if you have a higher bill, don't pay it. Take your bills off of auto pay, please, today, right now. <laughs> um, and just like I said, again, be aware. You're paying bills. You're, you're, you're living this adult life. Pay attention and learn. Like, while it sucked, allow this to be an educational moment and start going for these board positions. You know, also, one more thing. I'm glad you gave the big F you to ERCOT. Um, big F you ERCOT. to ERCOT. My bad. <laughs> big F you to uh, Tim Boyd, you know, the the former mayor of Colorado City, Texas. Glad you yes. resigned. You were, you know, because you you talked all that. You talked big. And then you, you backtracked once they started threatening you and your wife. And, you know, and then said that your comments were taken out of context when you literally typed at the beginning of that statement. You said you make people mad. Let me hurt some feelings while I have a minute. Explanation mark, explanation mark. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were yelling that at people. I'm surprised you didn't do all caps. But, yeah, you know, F you too, bro. Um, we see the type of leadership that, that's out here in Texas. So, you know, Texas, let's do better. Yeah. So kick rocks with open-toe shoes. <laughs> Facts.